What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your fan's off, your shirt's on. We got everything we need to do. Shirt shirt was always on. I just I just <laughs> wanna uh, clarify. Uh. Welcome to the Crunch episode twenty-six. I am Ethan, aka Abro Puzzle. I can't believe you actually restarted. We can't. We, there's no recovering from where we were. There is no way we yeah. could have made it happen. Can I? Can I say what happened? No. Say who you are first. Okay, I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Wonderful. And Ethan started the podcast over again because he made a really, really bad joke it, about terrorism. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. It was a miss. It was a Freudian slip. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It was cool. not like supposed to be anything. I did not mean to make it sound that way. Anyway, this is our. Six-month anniversary of this podcast. Uh, we started uh, six months ago, and it's been an absolutely crazy ride. Um, yep. So thank you all for those of you that have stuck around this whole time. Um, yeah. And for those of you that this is your first episode, welcome to the party. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're glad I'm your to have host. you. It, especially because, with, especially because uh, six months for the crunch also marks six months for that ca- uh, this Catholic girl or whatever catfishing this thing. catholic girl that happened that was. exactly yeah. six months ago on september 12th 2016 Thousands i only of remember that because it was the day after the crunch air <laughs> yeah it was it was intense then the unveiling happened everybody came, became public on catholic twitter it was Insane. it was a crazy crazy time i found uh, out the that whole day was... was two people yeah what I, I found out that my friend had an anon Lauren had an anon. I didn't know she did, and then it was like, "Oh, this person and this person are the same person." And I, li- I, f- I was, I was shook with a capital O. O. Shook. Please stop doing that. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's do crunch of the week real quick before we hop into this topic because your boy's got an intramural softball game he needs to get to at two p.m. and it's one twenty. I don't know if I'm going to make it. He totally will. I hope so. So this one comes from Kitty Cat Burgos, solid name, for all dem bouquet boys and girls. 
On your most recent podcast, uh, Bouquet Boys episode, your honesty and humility is sincerely appreciated. Each week, I look forward to listening to The Crunch and your frank conversation on struggling in the spiritual life and what's comforting to hear and helpful to know I'm not alone. Thank you. Anytime, Kitty Cat Burgos. We're always here for the Burgo family. Uh, if you would like to receive some type of shout out or mention on this podcast, uh, please leave a review on iTunes. It can be as many stars as you want, as long as it's five. Um, <laughs> and we will read it out as Crunch of the Week. Please give us compliments as our egos are fragile and dependent upon your praise and admiration. We also thrive off of roasting. So if there's something that you don't like about us, ruthlessly harp on it until we both start crying. Like if you misspell the word complementarity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, never changing it. All oh, right. Man. So yesterday was a big day here in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, because it was the great annual tradition of celebrating St. Patrick's Day early, not on St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. It's called Fake Patrick's Day or Fake Patty's Day or FPD, one of the many words for it. Um, it's one of the biggest Franciscan police department. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the biggest uh, celebrations um, in the Midwest, or at least in the Big 12, just around this area. People come in from all over town. We had seminarians from Missouri that came and hung out with us, hence my tweet about hazing the seminarians. Totally did. They were all really cool, though. Um, <laughs> we had people from KU come. People come up from Oklahoma, down from Nebraska, like all over the place people come and celebrate. Problem is, is that usually it's I mean, it's March, so usually it's pretty nice outside. Yesterday it snowed all day and so <laughs> usually we have all these people outside on the front lawns playing games like drinking cops handing out mips like it's super fun and uh you can see all these people just out and you can walk around and look at it but yesterday it was snowy and so it was not as fun but still it was still a pretty good day we, we threw a pretty awesome party at uh tracy's apartment and that was a good time and i lost in cornhole but that's not news but it was a good it was a good day in your home, how was your trip home? Oh, no, I, I saw um, on my trip home, I saw a Snapchat that you sent of a pillow next to a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I woke oh, up so this now morning, I know how Ethan's. I woke up this morning and tried to shower before mass, and there was a girl asleep on my bathroom <laughs> floor. And so I was like, all right, you do you. Um, went to go shower downstairs. <laughs> there was a lot, there were a lot of people in my house. <laughs> Over the weekend <laughs> in various states of consciousness. Let's just put it that way. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I, yeah my, my trip home was good. I drove home to Florida for spring break. Didn't know I was going to do that until this until last like Wednesday. Pretty exciting trip. Uh, it took us only 15 hours, so we only stopped for about an hour total. Wow. And that's all three meals. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, Sarah doesn't know that I'm here yet. <laughs> so that's fun. She was in Minnesota dur doing a uh, national choir thing. Oh, wow. And yeah, pretty intense. She's a, an insane person. So she insane. she was in Minnesota all last week and she gets back. Or Sorry, she is back. She got back to her house around like 2.30 today. And so I'm going to go over there and surprise her. She thinks she is going Aww. out to dinner with her family. But in reality, she's going out to dinner with me. Hopefully that's a That'd good surprise. That would be the worst surprise ever. If I yeah, thought I was a terrible going to surprise. with my family and you were there instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, you're not in love with me, Ethan, as far as we know. In my own way. I'm in love with you. My my password on my phone is not P A T R I C K. So, 
is different. Wait, how'd you know my but name? Anyway, banter aside, um, <laughs> we're I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you're having a good time. But this is about me, and it always has been. Uh, it's true. Yesterday, obviously, it was this great holiday, and it it made me it was thinking. And a lot of my friends were coming in. They were telling all these people from out of town, like, "Oh, Ethan has this podcast. He does this. He does that." And people, were, and I also that's pro possible. Uh, <laughs> spoiler: uh, I don't drink. I'm not going to drink till I turn 21 in June. Um, and I've never drank really. Uh, like my dad gave me a sip of beer when I was 14, and I was like, <laughs> and "He's like, yeah." And so that's about my only experience with alcohol. So. I was doing all these – having all these conversations just about the podcast and about alcohol and I'm like, oh, gosh darn it. It's finally time to do the alcohol podcast because we had been not – we tried to do it. We tried to make it our second episode ever and it, it was so bad. Like it was just awkward because Patrick and I didn't really know each other that well at that point. So we didn't really have any – like it was just really awkward. Yeah, I was kind of uh, just like agreeing with forward. you and I was like, yeah, that's a good point yeah. that you made there. <laughs> <laughs> it made for not a good discussion. And so I figure it's finally time to bite the bullet and try to have um, a bit of an honest conversation about alcohol because it's something that a lot of people have asked me to talk about um, and like as far as drinking and my perspectives on it because they think that I think that everyone's a sinner and that everyone's going to hell because they drink. And um, well, no, <laughs> that's not the case. Y'all are probably getting to heaven, heaven faster than I am. But uh, I don't know. I just think it's good. And Patrick, what about you? What's your kind of your baseline here? What are you coming from? So I have drank before, not to excess or to uh, or publicly. So right. Um, three times in my life, two glasses of wine, one red, one white, and one hard cider um, at a party. So there you go. yeah. It wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a bad it was a bad choice. So yeah, I I think that the drinking age is stupid. You think that what's stupid? That twenty one. I think okay. So my whole thing about the drinking age is this: the United States federal government somehow imposed a, an across the board twenty one years old drinking age, which is insane because drinking age is a state by state thing. But what the government did was they said, we're going to cut off your highway funding if you don't change this law, which is extortion, but not if you make the law that says it's extortion. So the government got off. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, it's not extortion. How do you know that? Well, we defined what the word extortion means. So it's <laughs> Isn't not that extortion. Handy? Isn't that fun? So the government's terrible. Anarchy, anarchy. Um, Institute socialism. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, man. You can't you can't you can't get beer if you're in a so never mind. Whatever. I'm a stupid person. So the twenty one year old drinking age is stupid, and I kind of like rebelled against that by being like, Oh, since the drinking age is stupid, I can rebel against it because it's an unjust law. I think something is stupid, therefore it's unjust. Signed Patrick yeah. Nevy and half of the college Catholics in America. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and I watched this Chris Stefanik video, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, you shouldn't drink if you're underage because it is a just law. And I do disagree with him. I do Mm. think that it is an unjust law. Um, The whole, like, I can die for my country. Why can't I drink? While it's a cliche, it's true. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm an adult according to the standards of the government, right? And so I should be an adult. 
So my thing is just be consistent. Either raise the adult age to 21 or lower the drinking age. Like, I'm okay with not being able to vote until I'm 21 as long as you're consistent. That's all I care about. Right. So, And I think the thing is that when you say just law, people get <clears throat> people get different definitions of that in their head. Um, when I was okay. doing – I was looking up some stuff for this podcast and what I found is that a just – an unjust law – like the definition that the church uses, a really basic one is that it's it's a law that when enforced would cause you to sin or otherwise uh, turn against the teaching of the church. Gotcha. And so the fact that the 21 drinking age, um, if it's enforced, you're not going against – you're not sinning. You're not going against anything that the church teaches um, when you are following the law um, and or when that law is being enforced. Therefore, it is a quote-unquote just law. And there's nothing in it that's trying to – oppress people um you know laws are allowed to be territorial so it's okay that it's a different law here than it is in canada or it is in mexico um yeah and so and we're we're obliged to follow just civil laws and there's nothing in it explicitly that you know makes it unjust and some people will disagree with that and say but but i want to drink and have fun with my friends and like that's that's not enough of a a reason for the church to label it as an unjust law, and so that's yeah. why, like, I thought the same thing as you. I was like, that's not just. I can totally break that, even though I like wasn't going to. I was just like, eh, I don't really buy that. And so, kind of reading that changed my perspective a little bit, um, at least yesterday. Well, I mean, I've always understood. I've always understood that we do have this moral obligation to follow the law, right? right. So, but. So, like, say your parents give you a beer. Would a cop arrest you for that? Well, here's and the thing. if they wouldn't, then is that following the law? You know, that, that's that's kind of been another, my other, like, like, cops tend to look the other way if your parents give you a glass of wine. Or if you right. have a glass of wine at a wedding or, like, a glass of champagne at a wedding, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the police aren't going to bust down your door and send you off to jail. So, like, does that mean that the law is just? Respond. Well, here's the thing is that in like 26 or 29 states, it's legal for your parents to give you alcohol underage yeah. um, as long as like you're in a controlled setting and everything. Um, in the other states, I'm sure it's not illegal. It's probably like – I'm sure it's illegal on the books, but practically nobody's going to arrest you for it. So I'm just going to yeah. say just to make everything easier, like if in any state that you're in in the country – it's it's probably okay. Like you're not you won't we wouldn't be sinning by you know drinking with your parents. Okay, let's just put that right there. Like with your when you're with your family and you're in a family setting, is is not a sin. Um, and if it is, it's a really really small venial one um, uh, to drink. Uh, you know around your family and around your parents. And so that is kind of my response. Is that that's like that's the situation in which all of the things that I've read from like priests and blog posts and everything like that's the time where they say it's okay, um, which is fine. But I don't want to drink with my family. I want to drink with my friends. And so yeah. this is where a lot of the and it's tricky. It's easier when you're in high school because you can say okay, if you're in high school, like you're 17 years old, you want to have like some champagne at New Year's with your family. Like that's probably cool. Right, but when you're in college, you're not around uh, your family at all. Yeah, and so like, there's lots of tricky situations. That's like, here, let's let's. There's, I've been running through all these hypotheticals in my head that are like, what about this? And you know, I'm not trying to do it to try and get around the law. I'm just thinking like, I'm trying to bring this to its log- logical conclusion here. 
for the benefit of everyone else. So let's say that I am dating this girl, right? And it's really serious. We've been dating for like two years. This is not just me fantasizing about what my life should be like. This is me thinking For a second, I thought this. you were dropping like an earth-shattering revelation. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, by the I've way, been I'm playing dating you the someone. whole time. I'm actually Patrick and I'm dating Sarah. Like that's like you yeah. pull off the mask and you're me. I actually anyway. told someone yesterday that like even if I was dating someone, I probably wouldn't say it on the podcast because it'd be bad for business. <laughs> 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 me being single boosts our numbers, ladies. <laughs> anyway, so let's say I've been dating this girl for like two years, right? And I go over to her family's house and um, they're all hanging out and her dad offers me a beer and I take it. You know, at this point, like I'm – almost like a part of their family. Or let's say – let's take it even further to make it not even a question. Like I'm engaged to this girl, right? I'm at this point like on my way to being a part of this family. Is it a sin for me to take the beer and drink it with this other girl's family if it's not my family, you know? Yeah. Um, I doubt – again, I doubt any police officer is going to arrest you for that. Um, but is and it a that, sin? I'm going to say no, yeah. probably not. And so then you take that and you say, all right, so what if we're dating for a long time? Again, no, probably not. All right, so what if I'm at my best friend's house? What if I'm with my buddy, my buddy Josh, right? And his parents – I've been friends with Josh for a while now. His parents get some alcohol, right, and they give it to Josh. And you know, I am, I'm hanging out there and they go, Ethan, you're like family. You know, Have a beer, right? Is that OK? Is that, a, is that a venial sin if I'm just drinking one beer with my best friend's family? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to err on the side of probably not, right? So like what if then Josh's parents buy some beer and they leave it at Josh's house so they bought the alcohol with the intent that me, Ethan, would be drinking it and I drink it with Josh while his parents aren't there because we're in college and we're 20 years old. Is that a sin? You know. And so yeah, you see how this can kind of like progress into, okay, like someone has money from their parents. They're buying alcohol. I'm hanging out with them. Is it a sin for me to drink? I don't know. Like, yeah, and and this comes. Would would a would a police officer arrest you and Josh for drinking? Um, maybe, like that. Maybe, so like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so and that's kind of where you get into the to the line, and it's like, are we morally obliged to follow the letter of every law? Cause because like, if so, speeding five miles over is not like. You're not. Is it though? It's not a. It's not. It's not a mortal sin. It, no, it's not a mortal sin. It's probably a venial. But is sin. it a venial sin? Probably. Yeah. And my issue is like when I was reading about this online, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just a venial sin," like saying that that's okay. And I'm like, I don't want to endorse venial sin by any means. Oh yeah, no, obviously not. Like that's not what I'm trying to do on here. I'm just thinking like about like all of the different circumstances that can arise, and then like how far can you take this? And the question should never be like how far can I go when it comes yeah. to sin. It should be like, what should I be doing? And the answer is you should not drink until you're 21. That's just flat out like what you should do. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not that's saying that that's because of what I'm doing. It's just the easiest way to know for sure that you're not sinning. You know for sure that you're not breaking the law. And I figured, you know what, that's probably fine. But I have a really Where does, hard time. Go? Like I have a really hard time telling my friends, right? So then let's say there's 10 of us all hanging out. We're all super Catholic. Everybody like nobody's getting drunk. They're having everybody's having one beer or one glass of wine. I have a really hard time telling my friends that are underage if you're drinking right now, you are sinning because yeah. there's nothing in that situation. Like the intention is not there. 
right? Because nobody's intending to get drunk. The action in and of itself, like drinking is not immoral um, in and of itself. And the circumstance, the only issue is is that um, they're six months younger than what the United States government says is allowed. And so mm-hmm. mm, I just have a hard time with that, like being honest about that kind of thing. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, the whole thing comes down to the U.S. government. Let's get rid of them. Reinstate papal rule in America. Repent and submit to the Pope. Pope Francis would drink a beer with me. That's just true. Um, Do Jesuits drink beer? What? Nothing. Do Jesuits drink beer? Oh, my gosh. Carry on. No, I'm not going to make a joke. Anyway, okay, so... Because, yeah, like, like if if a cop wouldn't arrest you for it then that must mean that something in them is telling them that it's not wrong so if it's not wrong then why is it part of the law in the first place you know um and it comes it comes down to like okay so a just law means a law that doesn't an unjust law means a law that causes you to sin if you follow it but a law that is in place that shouldn't be you know what i'm saying like yeah. If there it and and that that just means you like obey the law and then you try to change it right and work from within. But honestly, like the way that the drinking age came about is ridiculous. It's just yeah, kind of it's it's super Illuminati and I don't like it. Um <laughs> second, it's very intrusive. I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, um, so you're telling me that if I like I can't buy alcohol, right? But if I like made my own alcohol, could I drink it? And they were like, No. I was like, why not? If I buried a bottle of grape juice in my backyard and then picked it back up and drank it, are you telling me I would go to jail? Because that's know ridiculous. If that's how alcohol works, Patrick. No, it's definitely how alcohol works. Either. All right. Okay. So, like, all right, I'll stay over here. Yeah, <laughs> stay in your lane. Sorry, I am. I am. I am great at moonshine. No one else <laughs> is greater than me. Sad. I am great <laughs> at moonshine. <laughs> what a quote. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if I made moonshine at my house. I can drink it? No, you can't because I don't know like but why not? I made a beverage. It's a beverage. Why can't I drink it? It's my house. I made it. Are they going to take it away from me? It's mine. Please don't. <laughs> you know, it, it, you get you get into stuff like that like the 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 window moves and you're like, "Oh, but I'm with my family, but I'm with my close friends." And it's like, "No one's no one's going to arrest you or the parents for that." So, like, is it wrong in the first place? And if it isn't, then why is the United States government saying that it's wrong? But the problem is it's a moral neutral, so they can technically ban it. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a tricky situation that, like, I think is really hard on college students. Like, in all honesty, regardless of whether or not, you know, you drink or you shouldn't drink, you have to admit that this freaking sucks. Like, this is just a stupid law that gets in the way 
of things because if I'm hanging out with my friends and we're talking about life, you know, so many times I've just wanted to say like, yeah, I would love to have a beer with you, you know, when we're just sitting, hanging out, like nothing's going crazy. (laughs) You know, it makes or like how every single other podcast ever is always drinking, always while drinking, doing and their we're over here like, sipping on our waters, like children. I, my my mom asked me, literally, my mom asked me if I wanted tea because she's like, "You always have tea when you're doing the crunch," and I'm like, "Yeah, mom, I know I always have tea because I can't drink." Flips table, <laughs> so upset. But it, especially kind of in the party scene, at least in my experience, kind of being in a fraternity for two and a half years, knowing that. The, the hoops that you have to jump through to make sure that, you know, you get the alcohol and you have to kind of sneak around kind of this law or that law, like... Oh, man. Yeah, and to terrible. make sure that every, all the underage people can drink and then it gets really dangerous because, you know, these these 18-year-olds have never had any experience with alcohol before because it's not a norm to let your kid drink at dinner in this country, whereas in places like Italy or whatever, like, you drink all the time. And it's, and it's fine and there's less alcohol over there and there's less binge drinking over there and there's less accidents due to alcohol. And so you can argue in favor of the fact that we should just normalize alcohol, which I think is totally fine. Like yeah. I don't have anything against alcohol. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's not that way in America and it really, really sucks. And so we as Catholics, we have a greater responsibility um, than just skimming by with what we can get away with, which I know will make people – super pissed off, which is fine. Like you can slide into my DMs and tell yeah. me how much I'm wrong. But we have a greater re- moral responsibility um, than, you know, let's just say your average, you know, agnostic, atheist, whatever. Um, because we know what is right. We know what is true. We know we have a responsibility to uphold the law. Um, and so make that a sacrifice. You know, nobody ever said that the Christian life was going to be easy. This is just one of those ways that it might be a little bit harder for us than it is for other people, which sucks. I, I get it. It has sucked. I've done it for three years of college now. It's pretty difficult at times. Not that like it sucks. I'm tempted to drink or anything. It's just that like, yeah. oh man, I wish I could do this with my friends, you know, because like I want to share in this. Like it's just a common thing throughout the years that like you share in a drink with people like the wedding at Cana, you know? Like it's a it's a thing yeah. that you do when you're celebrating, you're having a good time, and so it's missing out on that sometimes is is rough. But I know why I'm doing it, and I know what I'm doing it for. Um, so I don't know. It's just and it's like the the alcohol law in America is stupid, and it's like, but the problem with that is is that it's not even that big of a deal, but it is because it's a anno- like. It's there's so much more badness yeah. in the world than yeah. I can't drink until I'm 21. Yeah, but also it's just a huge nuisance. It's just it's, yeah, like, it's just annoying. That's am all I really is. gonna Am I really gonna take the steps to change law? No, because I'd fight my entire life and then maybe not do anything, and then I'd go to heaven and Jesus would be like, um, "Why'd you waste your time doing that? <laughs> yeah, why'd you waste your time doing that? You could have just gone to Puerto Rico like all those other college students. Yeah, which I almost did, but didn't happen. <laughs> Um, we definitely wouldn't be recording the crunch today if I had gone to Puerto Rico. <laughs> um, I would love to get a live satellite feed of you just going absolutely nuts in Puerto Rico. <laughs> just like, like, that'd be amazing. Well, Patrick, what do you think about that? Like, finish his third beer. Sorry, what were you saying? I couldn't hear you over all of this. Third alcohol. beer. Wow, you're really going deep down there in Puerto Rico, Patrick. I don't Three know. I mean, beers it, within Crazy. the half hour. That's what I meant. That is a lot. Though. Wild man. 
in a half an hour? I don't know. Shut okay, up. I never fair. drank before. Oh, wait. No, I did. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> um, I would have. Yeah. Great. Now everyone's yeah. going to think I'm a liar. So what else is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear a sick conspiracy theory that I heard about alcohol, though? It's kind of cool. Not really, but go for it. All right. Everyone gather close. So Henry T. Ford, the guy who made Fords, he found out a way to burn alcohol as fuel but then rockefeller who owns standard oil heard about it and lobbied for the prohibition so the prohibition happened so that we'd be reliant on oil and then years later the government did it again maybe that's because someone else found a way to burn fuel for uh, to burn alcohol as fuel the more you know someone should turn off your internet <laughs> you know what's weird i saw that on a documentary really? narrated by narrated by the guy from arrested development what's his name the, the will dad? arnett no no uh, michael oh. michael and arrested michael development. bluth whatever his yeah. name is narrated by michael bluth it's called <laughs> the pump it's on netflix i don't even know if any of it's true but it's there it's on a documentary nice yep yeah Drink i don't really have can. much else don't to say about this um it sucks i know but i think that especially in this area college students need to be challenged more they need to be told no you shouldn't do that because college is so much of yeah you can do whatever you want uh uh, (laughs) i don't know if that's true so i you know i really think that if you if you're in college and you currently, you know, drink and you're underage. I am not saying that you are going to hell. I am not saying that you are a dirty, dirty sinner. I'm not saying that you've even committed a mortal sin, um, unless you've gotten drunk, in which case, oh, we didn't even talk about drunkenness. We just talked about like alcohol in general. Alcohol yeah. in general. Uh, Maybe really, 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 really quick. Everyone knows. Yeah, uh, tipsy is good. You know, buzzed is fine when you're intoxicated. When you're at the point of hilarity. Um, that is kind of where you should stop. If you go beyond that point, you start to lose your reason and you start doing things where you shouldn't be doing. You're drunk and that's when it's a mortal sin. So don't do that regardless of what age you are because uh, it will just not be good. So anyway, that's that's that. We don't really need to do that because you've heard that a hundred times. Um, and if you haven't, again, ask us and we'll talk more about it. But um, So you've probably only committed a venial sin unless you've gotten drunk, in which case it was a mortal sin. You should probably go to confession as soon as possible. Um, but I'm I'm just saying that you should maybe probably think about or pray about or talk to your spiritual director, your confessor about, um, this alcohol thing, you know, should you, should you give it up until you're 21? Uh, should you cut back? Should you start drinking? Yes, definitely. Go grab a bottle of tequila right now. You silly 19 year olds make it happen. (laughs) Don't forget the limes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's really all that I had that I just wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk more about drunkenness and the morality of that and everything, but that's okay. We can do that another time if people want. Next week, we're talking about weed. (laughs) Talking about weed, ladies and gentlemen. Smoke up your tokes, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got uh, the Doobie cast coming at you. Man, my head hurts. It feels like I've got blunt force trauma. Boo. Boo. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah, let's close it out. I think my intramural softball game got canceled. Not canceled. It's just we don't have enough people to play. <laughs> what a so, punchline. This whole thing was a waste. Uh, we rushed really. through this episode for nothing. We actually didn't. It's the same yeah. length as all the others. Um, so that's that's it. Um, again, yeah, feel free to reach this out. This was a lot any... less preachy than the last one. I know. It was. We did way better this time, I think, because we just talked about it. It was good. Yeah. Um, so let's see. If you want to contact us, I'm at Apostle on Twitter. Uh, Patrick, and I'm at Catholic Pat. At Catholic um, Pat. I also think I haven't told Patrick about this, but I also think that it'd be cool <gasps> if you guys wanted to write in questions for us and like things that you wanted us to talk about. I've been listening to a lot of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which is a super funny podcast. It's a little bit crude, so don't jump into it if you're not down for that. But um, what <laughs> what their whole show Listen is? Listen to just, a little Catching Foxes first. <laughs> Their whole show is like an advice show, and people will write in questions either anonymously or they'll steal some from Yahoo Answers, <laughs> and it's super funny. Um, but I just think – I was thinking kind of a little bit more seriously than they do it. It would be neat to take some questions from you guys of things that uh, maybe we haven't been hitting on that you'd like us to hit on. Um, yeah, that would be really awesome. Yeah, which would be cool. So there's emails on our website. You can do Ethan at crunchcast.com, right? Yep. The Crunchcast. And then you can do Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. The Crunchcast. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so check the website for that. Or DM us on Twitter if you don't want to be anonymous. Or uh, you go to our Curious Cat because that's – or you know that would be another way to do that too. That's so, true. And we or can create post, a throwaway. Yeah. We can post all of those links in the, in the notes of the show. So you'll be good yep. to go. But anyway – oh, man. I, that was intense. I was really scared for that one. I thought that was going to go a lot worse uh, than it did. Really? Yeah. This just, is another classic. Just because I usually episode. have women yelling at me that I'm just expected at this point. <laughs> this was another classic episode where we just flipped on the screen and started gabbing. Yeah. I love those. That's that's what I live for, man. Yeah, dude. Shaka bra. You can't see. Nobody can see that. I know. But you can. I don't know. What you're, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Nah. Um. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Share it with your grandma. Um. Oh <laughs> shoot! I didn't read. We got a review from a 45 year old Catholic cougar. Is how she described herself. Yeah, that made me very uncomfortable. I am so excited. I want her phone number. Please call I'm me. Let that sit. Forty-five year old Catholic Cougar. I'm assuming she's single. If you are, HMU. Um, I'm not actually creeped out. I just, I think that's hilarious. I, I read that and I was like, please let this be crunch of the week, but it was not. I totally forgot about that one. I'll I'll put it on Twitter. It'd be hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> we're done with this. Um, Sweet. Thank you for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. When you 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.